Welcome, welcome, welcome to a wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and this is my particular podcast, where I read the Bible from cover to cover, and I'm doing it because I'm going insane. Um, the business out front, if you want to visit some cool stuff and maybe even get some free things, you can go to www.johnwatersvoiceover.com forward slash podcasts. Uh, you can reach out to me at according to stupid at gmail.com and at accord to stupid on the Twitter fairs, Twitter sphere, Twitter's place. Yeah, super fun. Um, and all these can be found in the description. Okay, you guys, uh, this is the second episode of today. So, um, I, you've just released the, the Krampus, the, the Zwart Pete, the, the St. Nick, etc. Uh, that particular episode, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. It went, uh, it went a bit longer than I anticipated. But that's okay. That's all right. Uh, because I feel it was very uh, informative, and it was fun, and, you know, a little bit on the racist side. Mostly on the A lot of racist on that racist side. Like, it, it was like, you know... 89, 95% racist. But when we got to Zwart Pete, without knowing Krampus might have been kind of the uh, Zwart Pete thing. Anyway, so here we are. Uh, last we had, there was quite a few battles. We had uh, a mother who killed a bunch of people uh, and who kind of got away with it for a while. And God didn't do anything, but everybody else was like, kill her! And they murdered her in the street, which was great. So now we have this new guy. Um, this new line of, of kings, I guess, and in its own sort of right, because they hit him and hid him, not hit him, <laughs> uh, uh, but went that particular way. Um, so we're on Second Chronicles, chapter 24. We have about, I think, 14 left or so, and uh, we'll see where we get. We'll see what happens. Uh, we're reading it from kingjamesbibleonline.org, chapter 24. Uh, here we go. All right. Josh was seven years old when he began to reign. Nice. And he reigned 40 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Zibia of Beersheba. And Josh did that which was right in the sight of the Lord all the days of Jehoiada the priest. And Jehoiada took for him two wives, and he begat sons and daughters. Cool. Uh... And it came to pass after this that Josh was minded to repair the house of the Lord. Oh, all right. Good thing, because shit happened to it. And he gathered together the priests and the Levites and said to them, Go out into the cities of Judah and gather of all Israel money to repair the house of your God from year to year and see that ye hasten the matter. Howbeit the Levites hastened it not. Motherfuckers, I told you to do a job. And the king called for Jehoiada the, pre, uh, the chief and said to him, Why hast thou not required the Levites to bring in out of Judah and out of Jerusalem the collection, according to the commandment of Moses, the servant of the Lord, and of the congregation of Israel for the tabernacle of witnesses? So he's bringing out like, Hey, you need you guys and these guys to go do this because it was a commandment from long a fucking go, and I am not about to tell you how to do your goddamn duty because you guys should be super pros at this. Uh, for the sons of Athaliah, Athaliah, that wicked woman, had broken up the house of God, and also all the dedicated things of the house of the Lord did they bestow upon Baalim. And at the king's commandment they made a chest and set it without at the gate of the house of the Lord. Okay. And they made a proclamation through Judah and Jerusalem to bring in to the Lord the collection that Moses, the servant of God, laid upon Israel in the wilderness. Okay. And all the princes and all the people rejoiced and brought in and cast uh, into the chest until they had made an end. 
Now it came to pass that at what time the chest was brought unto the king's office by the hand of the Levites, and when they saw that there was much money, the king's scribe and the high priest's officer came and emptied the chest and took it and carried it to his place again. Thus they did day by day and gathered money in abundance. And the king and Jehoiada gave it to such as did the work of the service of the house of the Lord, and hired masons and carpenters to repair the house of the Lord. And also, such as wrought iron and brass to mend the house of the Lord. All right, so, he, you know, we're re-economizing this. So the workmen wrought, and the work was perfected by them. And they set the house of God in his state and strengthened it. Oh, good. And when they had finished it, they brought the rest of the money before the king of Jehoiada, whereof they made vessels for the house of the Lord, even vessels to minister and to offer withal, and spoons and vessels of gold and silver. And they offered burnt offerings in the house of the Lord continually all the days of Jehoiada. But Jehoiada waxed old and was full of days when he died, as most people are. And hundred and thirty years old was he when he died. Holy Christ! And he buried him in the city of David among the kings, because he had done good in Israel, both toward God and toward his house. Now after the death of Jehoiada uh, came the princes of Judah, and made obeisance to the king. Then the king hearkened unto them, and they left the house of the Lord God of their fathers, and served groves and idols. And wrath came upon Judah and Jerusalem for this their trespass, because we can't have fucking that, no. Because they're like, well, fuck you, <laughs> trees are great, which they are. Uh, yet he sent prophets to them to bring them again unto the Lord, and they testified against them, but they would not give ear. So he's been like, let's try to get them back. Let's do the nice way. Send the prophet people, and we'll fucking go. And the Spirit of God came upon Zechariah, the son of Jehoiada, the priest, which stood above the people, and said of them, Thus saith God, Why transgress ye the commandments of the Lord, that ye cannot prosper? Because ye have forsaken the Lord, he hath also forsaken you. This this gets thrown around now and again. And they conspired against him and stoned him with stones at the commandment of the king in the court of the house. Wait a fucking second. Hold on. So we have the son of Zechariah show up. All right. Uh, Zechariah shows up, stood above the people. <laughs> and I don't know if this is the good people or bad people. He's like, you transgress against the commandments, that you cannot prosper because you have forsaken the Lord, he hath also forsaken you. So it's a tit-for-tat sort of situation. And they conspired against him and stoned him with stones at the commandment of the king in the court of the house of the Lord. So Josh is like, fuck that guy, and killed him. Thus Josh the king remembered not the kindness which Jehoiada his father had done to him. He slew his son. So he did. He killed this priest's son. And when he died, he said, the Lord look upon it and require it. Oh, that's fucking cool. But I bet this doesn't go well. And it came to pass at the end of the year that the host of Syria came up against him. And they came to Judah and Jerusalem and destroyed all the princes of the people from among the people. Oh. And sent all the spoil of them unto the king of Damascus. For the army of the Syrians came with a small company of men, and the Lord delivered a very great host into their hand, because they had forsaken the Lord God of their fathers, so they executed judgment against Josh. And when they were departed from him, uh, for they left him in great diseases, his own servants conspired against him for the blood of the sons of Jehoiada the priest, and slew him in his bed. Oh, shit. 
And he died. Yeah, probably. And they buried him in the city of David, and they buried him not in the sepulchers of kings. So we got two kings who have not been buried. And I thought Josh was a good guy. Oh, well, apparently not, because he killed a priest's son for being like, hey, fucker, follow God, because if you don't, he's going to forsake you. And there was a small group of Syrians who showed up and like, we'll take this, I guess, and took it. And these that are conspired against him, Zabad, the son of Shimeath, and Ammonites, and Jehozabad, the son of Shimrith, uh, Moabites. Now concerning his sons and the greatness of the burdens laid upon him and the repairing of the house of God, behold, are they not written in the kings? And Amaziah, his son, reigned in his stead. Now, chapter 25, Amaziah was twenty and five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned twenty and nine years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Jehadan of Jerusalem. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, but not with a perfect heart. Oh, so, eh. Now it came to pass, when the kingdom was established to him, that he slew his servants that had killed the king his father. Yeah, that's fair. But he slew not their children, but did as it was written in the law of the book of Moses, where the Lord commanded, saying, The fathers shall not die for the children, neither shall the children die for the fathers, but every man shall die for his own sin, if only that actually worked. Not necessarily for the people in judgment and whatnot, if it only worked for God later on, going like, fuck the king. No, apparently the people are also to blame because of his bad actions. Moreover, Amaziah gathered Judah together and made them captains over thousands and captains over hundreds according to the houses of their fathers throughout all Judah and Benjamin. And he numbered them from twenty years old and above and found them three hundred thousand choice men able to go forth to war that he that could handle spear and shield. He hired also an hundred thousand mighty men of valor out of Israel for a hundred talents of silver. But there came a man of God to him, saying, O king, let not the army of Israel go with thee, for the Lord is not with Israel to wit with all the children of Ephraim. Okay. But if thou wilt go, do it. Be strong for the battle. God shall make thee fall before the enemy. For God hath power to help and to cast down. So we're getting a little bit of a warning. And then being like, hey, don't do this. God's not going to be pleased. And Amaziah said to the name of the man of God, but what shall we do for the hundred talents which I have given to the army of Israel? And the man of God answered, the Lord is able to give thee much more than this. And he's like, bullshit. Then Amaziah separated them, to wit, the army that uh, was come out, uh, come to him out of Ephraim to go home again. Wherefore their anger, anger was greatly kindled against Judah, and they returned home in great anger. And Amaziah strengthened himself, and led forth his people, and went to the valley of Salt, and smote the children of Seir ten, Seir ten thousand. Holy shit. All right, so that worked out. Uh, and other ten thousand left alive to the children of Judah carry away captive, and brought them into the top of the rock, uh, and cast them down from the top of the rock. And they were all broken in, t- in pieces. So he took, uh, he killed, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> twice. He killed 10,000, just as the army does it. And he took 10,000 as slaves only to throw them from very high, high places, which seems over the top, but all right. But the soldiers of the army, which uh, Amaziah sent back, that they should not go with him to battle, fell upon the cities of Judah from Samaria even unto Beth-horon, and smote three thousand of them, and took much spoil. 
Now it came to pass, after that Amaziah was come from the slaughter of the Edomites, that he brought the gods of the children of Seir, and sent them up to be his, to be his gods, and bowed down himself before them, and burned incense unto them. Wherefore the anger of the Lord was kindled against Amaziah, and he sent unto him a prophet, which said unto him, Why hast thou sought after the gods of the people, which could not deliver their own people out of thine hand? And it came to pass, as he talked with them, that the king said unto him, Art thou made of the king's counsel? Forbear, why shouldst thou be smitten? Then the prophet forbear, and said, I know that God hath determined to destroy thee, because thou hast done this, and hast not hearkened unto my counsel. Then Amaziah, king of Judah, took advice, and sent to Josh, the son of Jehoahaz, the son of Jehu, king of Israel, saying, I'm a little confused now, uh, Come, let us see one another in the face. And Josh, king of Israel, sent to Amaziah, king of Judah, saying, The thistle that was in Lebanon sent to the cedar that was in Lebanon, saying, Give thy daughter to my son to wife, and went there passing by a wild beast that was in Lebanon, and trode down the thistle. Thou sayest, Lo, thou hast smitten the Edomites, and thine heart lifteth thee up to boast. Abide now at home. Why shouldst thou meddle to thine hurt, that thou shouldst fall, even thou and Judah with thee? Um. All right, why are you being smited by the Edomites, and you're being overconfident? You should stay home. Um. Whatever. But Amaziah would not fear, for it came of God that he might deliver them into the hand of their enemies, because they sought after the gods of Edom. Okay, So Josh the king of Israel went up, and they saw one another in the face, both he and Amaziah king of Judah, at Beth Shemesh, which belongeth to Judah. And Judah was put to the worse before Israel, and they fled every man to his tent. Okay, And Josh the king of Israel took Amaziah king of Judah, the son of Josh... Uh, Okay, it must be a different Josh or something. The son of Jehoahaz at Beth Shemesh and brought him to Jerusalem and break down the wall of Jerusalem by the gate of Ephraim to the corner gate, 400 cubits. Holy Christ. And he took all the gold and silver and all the vessels that were found in the house of God with Obedidim and the treasures of the king's house, the hostages also, and returned to Samaria. And Amaziah, the son of Josh, king of Judah, lived after the death of Josh, son of Jehoahaz, king of Israel, fifteen years. And the rest of the acts of Amaziah, first and last, behold, are they not written in the book of kings of Judah and Israel? Fuck if I know. Now after that time, uh, after the time that Amaziah did turn away from the following of the Lord, they made a conspiracy against him in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lashish, and they sent to Lashish after him and slew him there. And they brought him upon horses and buried him with his fathers in the city of Judah. So we've got a couple that are not doing terribly great for the people. Not doing a great job. Not doing a great job. All right, uh, chapter 26. Then all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king in the room of his father Amaziah. He built Eloth and restored it to Judah, and after that the king slept with his fathers. Oh, well, <laughs> great, easy. 16 years old was Uzziah when he began to reign, and he reigned 50 and 2 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was also Jecholiah, of Jerusalem, so he didn't do a whole lot. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all his father Amaziah did. And he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Hooray! 
And he went forth and warred against the Philistines, because fuck it, you know, and break down the wall of Gath and the wall of Jebna and the wall of Ashdod and built cities about Ashdod and among the Philistines. And God helped him against the Philistines and against the Arabians that dwelt in Gerbal and the Mehunins. And the Ammonites gave gifts to Uzziah and his name spread abroad even to the entering in of Egypt. Well, quite a ways, for he strengthened himself exceedingly. Moreover, Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate and at the valley gate and at the turning of the wall and fortified them. He also built towers in the desert and digged many wells, for he had much cattle, both in the low country and in the plains, husbandmen also, and vine dressers in the mountains and in Carmel, for he loved husbandry. <laughs> but he did. Moreover, Uzziah had a host of fighting men that went out to war by bands, according to the number of their account by the hand of Jael, the scribe, and Maseah, the ruler, under the hand of Hananiah, one of the king's captains. The whole number of the chief of the fathers of the mighty men of valor were two thousand and six hundred, and under their hand was an army, three hundred thousand and seven thousand and five hundred, that made war with mighty power to help the king against the enemy. That's a fucking huge-ass army. And Uzziah prepared for them throughout all the host shields and spears and helmets and habergeons and bows and slings to cast stones. So he's like, well, let's outfit these guys. And he made in Jerusalem engines invented by cunning men to be on the towers and upon the bulwarks to shoot arrows and great stones withal. So he made like catapults and ballistas and shit like that. And his name spread far abroad, for he was marvelously helped till he was strong. Yay. But when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. Fuck. For he transgressed. Fucking A. For he transgressed against the Lord his God and went into the temple of the Lord to burn incense upon the altar of incense. So far, so good. And Azariah, the priest, went in after him, and with him fourscore priests of the Lord that were valiant men. And they withstood Uzziah the king, and said unto him, It appear appertaineth not unto the Uzziah to burn incense unto the Lord. Ah, uh, whoops. But to the priests, the son of Aaron, that are consecrated to burn incense, go out of the sanctuary, for thou hast trespassed. Neither shall it be for thine honor from the Lord God. So he wasn't supposed to do it. He, he had a breach of where things happened. Then Uzi was wroth, it makes sense, being like, it's a fucking stick of incense, and had a censer in his hand to burn incense, and while he was wroth with the priests, the leprosy even rose up in his forehead before the priests in the house of the Lord, and uh, from beside the incense altar. And Azariah, the chief priest, and all the priests look upon him, and behold, he was leprous in his forehead, and they thrust him out from thence. Yea, himself hastened also to go out, because the Lord had smitten him. You get leprosy. And Uzziah the king was a leper unto the day of his death, and I'm sure it, for most people, uh, and dwelt in a several house being a leper, leper, for he was cut off from the house of the Lord. And Jotham his son was over the king's house, judging the people of the land. Now the rest of the acts of Uzziah, first and last, did Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amaz, write. So Uzziah slept with his fathers, and they buried him with his fathers in the field in the burial which belonged to the kings. For they said, He is a leper, and Jotham his son reigned in his stead. <sighs> this one's short. Fuck it. 27 will be the last one. Jotham was twenty and five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was also was Jerusha, uh, the daughter of Zadok. 
And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Uzziah did. Howbeit he entered not into the temple of the Lord, and the people did yet corrupt... Fuck. And the people did yet corruptly. He built an high gate of the house of the Lord, and on the wall of the Ophel he built much. Moreover, he built cities in the mountains of Judah, and in the forests he built castles and towers. He fought also with the king of the Ammonites, and prevailed against them. Hooray! And the children of Ammon gave him the same year an hundred talents of silver, and ten thousand measures of wheat, and ten thousand of barley. So much did the children of Ammon pay unto him, both the second year and the third. So Jotham became mighty, because he prepared his ways before the Lord his God. Now, the rest of the acts of Jotham, and all his wars and his ways, lo, are they written in the books of kings of Israel and Judah, probably. And he was five and twenty years old and began to reign, and reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. You already have that, don't need to put it. This could be a really even shorter chapter. And Jotham slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David, and Ahaz, his son, reigned in his stead. All right, kiddos, that's, that's about enough from me. Um, thank you all for listening. Please rate and review if you can. Leave a comment and whatever. It'd be super fun. Uh, love you big, and uh, you've been gospel to by the stupid. Happy holidays. <laughs>